0: Joe Rico and Alex Schmier is back at the final word, and you know it's football season. The grass is smelling like it's just getting fresh cut. You know we drive by UCL Training Center, and we see everybody's getting prepped. The Broncos will report on Wednesday, and a guy that will be there more than likely, more than once, will be James Palmer from the NFL Network. You can follow him on Twitter at James Palmer TV. And I will say this, uh, I want to say good morning to you, James, and Alex and I, we're, we're not necessarily fans by any means. We're all in journalism. We all do our a lot of hard work and cover these teams. But there's certainly people you pay far more attention to than others. And, you know, you set a pretty high bar for the rest of us here in the Denver metro area covering sports and especially covering the Denver Broncos and the NFL. We don't think anybody does it better than you. But I, I do want to say thanks for making time for us this morning. Let's get right to business. Training camp for the Broncos opens Wednesday. You're Talking about Russell Wilson, a dynamic presence in the NFL. Nine of the last 10 years, he's landed in the Pro Bowl. And he gives the Broncos credibility for the first time in seven years at that position. Uh, Good morning to you. And before we get to any predictions or anything, talk a little bit about the Denver Broncos and how Russell Wilson has changed their profile on a national level. And thanks for making time for us.
1: Yeah, sure thing, Joe. I love the intro, man. I hope I live up to what you're, you know, the pub. He
2: lays it on thick, doesn't he, yeah. James? It's, it's,
1: fairly, it's uh, 99.9% true. God, I need you to talk to my wife like that. Let her know that you know, maybe I am worth the damn. I appreciate it. Yeah, so, now, listen, the biggest thing that I've, uh, you know, talking to so many people in that building since, since Russ arrived, and, and I mean, like, <clears throat> this no lie happened the day the trade went down because so few people knew about it in the building there were people, I was told, literally running up and down the halls, like jumping up and down the halls, down in Del Valley. Like That doesn't happen when you make a move for, I don't know, 99.9% of players in football. I mean, that's the reaction that went down in the building because they knew the changes that would be coming to their organization. And the number one thing about Russ is he gives you, and this is the way he's wired. It's funny, I was just doing good morning football all week week in, in New York and for two of the five days, my boy uh, Michael Robinson was on with me, who was a teammate of Russ's for a long time in Seattle. And M Rob was and I were talking. Just he's almost delusional to the point of accepting failure. I mean, he, he will not accept failure. He will not accept anything other than wins, anything other than like unbelievable success. And M Rob was saying, like, man, like when you're around him, there's just a feeling of success, and there's no acceptance of anything else. That's already spread through the entire building. That's spread through the locker room. And what he does to a building is very similar to the feeling to the people that have been there that I've talked to. Both of these quarterbacks, it's a really similar feeling to Peyton. Now, they come in completely different, right? Like, when Peyton was coming in, everybody's going, like, well, this is Peyton Manning, it's amazing, but can he play? Like, that's not the case with Russ. He's coming in like, we're looking to put, you know, a Lombardi trophy here in Denver immediately. The way he makes an organization feel, the way he went through the building for the first time, and I was told him and Sierra knew everybody's name before they even met him. People are going up introducing themselves. Sierra and him knew what they did in the organization before they even met them in person. They did the research. they This is what what the way he's wired. That's already happened through the off season, and that changed the culture entirely before we've even you know started training camp on Wednesday. And that's the biggest difference I think he makes immediately before you even get to the football side of things.
2: That is James Palmer from the NFL Network on Mile High Sports Radio ninety eight point one FM MileHighSports James, um, um, and besides, you have the best hair in the business. Seriously, my uh, my fiance <laughs> I was telling my fiance I'm like, Hey, honey, so we have James Palmer coming on tomorrow. And we were looking at some some stuff. And she's like, His hair is great. I'm like, Well, unfortunately, Joey and I can't do that because yeah. we have no hair. So yeah. uh, we can't we can't get a sponsor. <laughs> that but that hey, you're right. Sailed, you're right. You're right. You're uh, right. At this point, uh, he's injected a new energy not only to the city but to the the businesses downtown, the restaurants, the sports bars—it's—it's—it's it's, it's huge. The expectation level—I have never seen a, a more an anticipated uh, training camp coming in. But also at the same time, James, do we have to temper our expectations a little bit? We have a new co- a new quarterback, a new coach, new head coach for the first time um, as a head coach. He was an offense coordinator before and special teams coach, defensive coordinator. A new owner, new owner coming up right now as well. So all those things we got to balance out do we have the expectation as Broncos country is listening to the program right now as, well, is it Super Bowl or bust, or do we make the playoffs? How does that work when the expectations are so high, James?
1: I think having a veteran like Russ is is a really, you know, another trait of his is obviously, like I said, he just, you know, he puts out the, the aura of winning, the aura of success nonstop, but at the same time he can handle the pressure that's being put on him. I think and I'll be honest, you know, we just had a parade here in Denver, right? We yep, just went yep. down the streets with the Stanley Cup. Uh, this city is like, all right, should, should I already like schedule, you know, when they're going to go do the Lombardi coming down the same street? Should I take that day off of work? Like, all right, let's, let's pump the brakes a little bit on it. I don't want Broncos fans to have too high of expectations in year one. I think, gosh, you said it perfectly the way you broke it down because there is a lot of, you know, <laughs> there's a lot of people in roles they haven't done before. And a lot has to come together on this offense. And I, I know the way those meetings have gone between Nathaniel Hackett and Russell Wilson. They're incredible. I, I've been told, you know, there's an extra meeting in the morning. You know, Josh Johnson's in there, and Hackett's in there, you know, Kubiak's in there, and they're all talking. They could be, I have a plan to do one thing, and they don't go on a 30-minute, 45-minute tangent on something else just because somebody, you know, said something and said, I want to know why we're doing this, 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 and this. My point is, There's a lot to put together with the way Hackett is putting this offense together. Russ is smart. Russ gets it. It's tailored to his strengths. It's being all mended together with a variety of people's minds to put it together. But at the same time, it has to take some time to come together. I would tell Broncos fans, let's look at the first year LaFleur and Hackett arrived in Green Bay. With Aaron Rodgers. Yes, they went 13-3. and Also, that division is nothing like the AFC West, which is, I don't think we've seen a, a division with this much talent at the quarterback position. And I don't know when. I mean, it's incredible. So, you look at the way Aaron played that first year. Then look at the way he played the next two years. He won two MVPs. I, I think next season, after this season, and I think they're going to win games. I don't think they're going to have blown out a single time. I think they're going to have, they, they could very easily have double-digit wins. But I do think next season, after a whole year with Hackett, the same thing that happened with Aaron Rodgers is going to happen with Russell Wilson. And it's because there's so much of this getting put together with so much, you know, reps are the only way you can do it. You can't, and I remember talking to Hackett about this. He's like, there's no way you can fast forward this process, right? There's no skipping steps. Reps and time are the only way you can do it. I do think the expectations are through the roof there still is Patrick Mahomes, Justin Herbert, and Derek Carr. Like, I, I mean, nobody wants to hear me say this in Denver, but I think the Raiders are one of the most underrated teams in football. Like, I don't know why nobody's talking about the Raiders. Like, they're, they're a really good football team. That might be the best trio of weapons in football. And, and everybody talks about, you know, receivers, it's pass catchers, right? When you had Darren Waller, one of the most dynamic tight ends this league had, Hunter Renfro and Devontae Adams, like, that's just nasty. I don't know why nobody's talking about the Raiders, so that's my point. The division is ridiculous, and they're putting things together. There's things put in place in Kansas City and in Los Angeles already, and they should be, you know, they're essentially, we're going to the conference championship game or bust. The Broncos definitely have the talent to do that, but with so many things having to come together, I think we should temper our expectations, but at the same time, they're going to be in every single game and playing meaningful games in December, and we haven't been able to say that for a long time.
0: Well, I've got two things for you. One, and this might be a Debbie Downer statement because I'm very high on the Broncos. I'm bullish on them this year in many aspects. But even outside of the AFC West, let's go to the whole AFC. I mean, the Miami mm-hmm. Dolphins went nuts this year. They they added so much money and so much. Yeah, they, uh, I mean, money, they, they? they may have had the best offseason. Right. The Buffalo Bills who may have played in one of the greatest playoff games in history and, and feel they were robbed out of their Super Bowl chance uh, last were year. Yes, right. You they were added Vaughn Miller to an already – I mean, that, that team's not going to be a joke – and none of those teams even represented the AFC in the Super Bowl. That would be Joe Burrow, <laughs> Jamar Chase, and all those guys. You have also might want to throw in a team like the Ravens, who were decimated by injuries in, in return, mm-hmm. and a guy in a contract year in Lamar Jackson, maybe probably the most polarizing player in football right now. It doesn't count Bill Belichick. I'm sorry, Hall of Fame legend and whatever he's got cooking in New England. I mean, I've never – oh, I'm sorry. The Colts, who had Jonathan Taylor, just added a potential Hall of Fame quarterback in Matt Ryan. I mean, I've never seen a deeper conference. I've watched football, and I'm aging myself. But, you know, since, let's just say, 1980, I remember football. And I I considered myself a really big-time fan of the game. I've never seen – forget about the AFC West. I've never seen a conference. Conference with this much talent in the entire time I've watched the game, and, and help me if I'm wrong, but the, there's 13 teams. With a, I mean, you throw out the Texans, Jets, and Jaguars, everybody else. Oh, that I'm sorry, did I forget the number one seed in the AFC playoffs? The Tennessee Titans is an afterthought. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I mean, th- this it's, is going to be. You want Armageddon, Russell Wilson and Nathaniel Akin? You got it. it,
1: it it's it, you're exactly right. You're exactly right. We had, I, I was. Talking to McCall uh, Hardman uh, yesterday um, about this, and you know we, we, he's like, we were, you know, we're training with Pat down in Texas, and we're just like looking at these moves, and we're like, wait, who, who who's coming to the AFC West now? Taylor Jones is now coming. To the AFC West? Oh, Cleo Max now in the division. Like people are just coming from you know Devontae Ad- the, uh, the guys I'm mentioning right now, uh, you know Devontae Adams, Cleo Max. Those are guys are coming, coming from the NFC, and they're and they're joining the AFC and in the, the what I've been kind of talking to people around the league about is you're going to have to be really prepared and make sure your locker room's prepared for games against teams like the Jaguars, who I think from talking to people down in, in Jacksonville, he is, in, he is looking like the guy that we all knew when he was coming out as a prospect, right? Everybody considers him maybe the best prospect we've seen since Andrew Locke. My point is that is like the Jaguars are going to play teams like the Broncos and other teams where you're going to look back in your schedule and go, I can't believe we lost to Jacksonville. And that's going to ruin everything that you're looking for in terms of seeding, in terms of your playoff chances. Like, the point is, you know that those difficult games. I mean, go look at the Broncos schedule in December. It's just like, <laughs> are you kidding me? Every game should be the game of the week, essentially. <laughs> and so the point I'm making is there's, there's games in your schedule where you go, this is a gimme. You have to win those games because there's so much talent in the AFC. Like, th- somebody's going to come along. Like, I think, and I think Jacksonville's kind of a team. How many powerhouses are actually going to play this year? Like, the teams are going to go, oh, God, like, we lost that game and that ruined everything because the teams are so good. And the funny thing is, you, I, I listen to you rattle off all those teams. If, if the suspension is not very long, the Browns are really good. <laughs> if Sean Watson is there, I mean, that's a really good roster. Yeah. That's, that's a, one of the best offensive lines in football. One of the, You could make an argument, or maybe one of the best running games in football, they get Amari Cooper. We know how good the defense is. If he gets like six games and Jacoby Brissett holds it together, like there's another team. Like I've never seen it like this. And, I mean, if I'm Tom Brady and I'm Aaron Rodgers, I'm just like playing forever because I look at my, I look at my conference and go, I'm looking down on the other side.
2: Yeah, that's awesome. You know what? I, more 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 than anything, I enjoy about your coverage, James, is you have a national perspective. You know, I, I know you're from Philly and all that, and, and you and you cover the national side, but also mm-hmm. NFL Network uh, has like their local guys that where where you're living. So you 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 have you're dialed in with the Broncos. You know what's going on. That's just like every other reporter with my uh, with the NFL Network. And what I what I enjoy about it is you're you're so dialed in. You get the pulse. On the team, you're there at the facilities. You're there at practices. You're at the post conferences. So my question to you is this: Every year, uh, there's a camp darling, right? Uh, with every team. Uh, for the Broncos, for example, what do you? Th- what are your thoughts? Uh, who's the camp darling this year that could p- potentially make uh, the rise and say, hey, you know what? Wow, we didn't see this guy coming from. Or also uh, uh, position battles. What do you think the Broncos are? What what, what, what position do you think they think they, they they need to solidify? To you know, secure maybe the offensive line. Uh, what where, where, where's your overall thought going into camp on Wednesday?
1: I think I think Alex. The biggest thing is offensive line because at the same time, you, you know, we were just talking about all the things that are changing. These guys are playing a completely different scheme. There's a number of those guys on that line that change their bodies physically because they know how different they're going to have to play the position. I'm going to watch that group. Most of camp, mainly because Russ has he wants to play 10 more years, he can't keep getting sacked on an average of over 40 times a season and play for another 10 years. It's just, it just can't, it can't happen. And he needs to be protected. Part of that is Russ, and he needs to play a style of ball where he doesn't get hit that often. But at the same time, these guys—I think there's going to be—you're going to go out to Camp each Day and go like, "Oh, look who's at center now! Look who's at guard now! Let's oh, let's—and they're going to shuffle them around. I'm told, like they're going to move guys around because they're like, "We we we got to figure this out." There's not a lot of locks uh, on that offensive line, to my understanding, about where exactly they be. There's a few, but they're going to move guys around because at the same time, it's like. Broncos country might be like, all right, this guy played pretty well like in this, but then this is a completely different system, and he doesn't fit it as well as he fit the previous one. That's always a big thing that you got to keep an eye on, specifically offensive linemen when you change the scheme you're running on offense, when you make a change like this. Sometimes it may take two off-seasons to get the right guys in on your offensive line that know the way to play that system i'd like to i want to see that i mean the right tackle battle i don't think billy turner's gonna start uh you know camp right on time um uh, not be on the PUP. so then like part of that battle is a little bit different but i think you're going to see guys moving around a lot and then the other part that i want to keep an eye on is definitely who is playing those pass rushing head spots I mean, I, I'm nervous. That's one spot that I'm nervous about for Denver because we looked at these. I mentioned these pass rushers that came and came to the division. Randy Gregory is one of them. Him and Bradley Chubb had a really difficult time staying healthy, and they need to stay healthy for this pass rush. So, who who really goes out and shines behind them? That's going to give people some confidence that if one of those guys go down or we can rotate, and, you know. I Remember talking to Doug Peterson about this and why they won the Super Bowl in 2017 it was because they were able to rotate so many guys in that front seven. And then you keep guys like Fletcher Cox and Brandon Graham healthy, and you keep them fresh when they're playing sixty percent of this map's not you know on a much higher clip than that. If the Broncos can have those rotational guys at the edge spots to where on third down you've got a really really fresh Bradley Chubb and Randy Gregory going after the quarterbacks. that's important. Like I, I'm I'm fascinated why they keep Baron Browning out there. As I mean I I could see him playing in the middle, and I know they've always go yeah he can do that, but we really like him out there that's maybe like one of the darlings you want to look at to go like, why are they so steadfast on keeping him out there? They see something. And I, that's like something that you would want to go watch, right?
0: Well, I'm going to say this. I've got from a very, very good authority, his bend reminds them of Vaughn Miller. And I, I I'm not exaggerating that point that came from a guy who's done watched a lot of defensive football and I didn't say he was Von Miller or that he had all the other techniques, but when you're compared to Von Miller at any pass rushing techniques and he's raw, I mean, <laughs> he has very little experience and they're telling me that he has a bend like Von Miller. I think that you're going to see, and hopefully cause they need him to perform well. You're right, James. Uh, I think Baron Browning is going to be a very big surprise for the Broncos. And i if he has seven or eight sacks this year, I think that gives Randy yeah, but, Gregory the time he needs to get healthy. Hey, look, James, don't want to take up any more of your time this time, man. I have time, one man. last one, Joey. Oh, yeah, just short, man. James, yeah. what does your schedule, yep, look, Palmer, right? what's what's is your schedule look
2: like this week, man? Yeah, I know I know it's going what's crazy. What's going on, You're going to be yeah. all over the social media, yeah. Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, yeah. wherever. Man, What is, James, Paul, what is James Palmer doing this week?
1: This. Yeah. This is wild. Like, we're all talking... I'm in first week of camp like we're hosting on saturday it'll be me and brian baldinger and colleen wolf like we're hosting our back to our biggest day of training camp coverage on nfl network one of the main two sites will be in denver if that doesn't show you what nfl network thinks of the Broncos, and
0: we may have got we may have lost 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 james james are you there
2: james
1: Yeah, I'm here. You say you're bowling her, and then after
0: that... Go ahead, one more time.
1: Yeah, I mean, we're sitting down with Hackett, we're sitting down with Russ. I mean, Saturday is the biggest day of training camp coverage for NFL Network, and we decided that one of the two places we should host that show from all day of coverage is Denver. And that shows you what NFL Network figures. I'll the be there. So yes. I'm going to be, I'm going to be there all week one. And then I'm making stops in in Kansas city at St. Joe with Mooch and him and I are going to sit down with Andy. And I'm going to go to Vegas, Houston. I'm going to be in Minneapolis for the boat uh, on the Broncos ownership. Uh, I'm going to be there for that day. So I'm, I'm starting to make the rounds. We're starting to piece together some of this, uh, some of this travel schedule, uh, so far, but if if it's any indication of what we think is going to happen in Denver, I'm spending the whole first week uh, first week in Denver, and that has not been the norm for me. So well,
0: I'll tell years. you what. Yeah, Love we 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 saw you in Chief Country a couple years ago. We've seen you with Tom Brady. I mean, it's almost Even like Denver we're... fans, hold on. Denver fans kind of feel I don't want to say you're cheating on us, but you know, at the end of the day, <laughs> nah, we want you back home here, man. We want the Lombardi back here in the Mile High City, and we don't want wanna... you in. Meg to have to go on on any of these journeys. We want you and Meg to celebrate another parade. Right here, even in the
2: snow, Joey, his hair is (laughs) immaculate.
0: Right, man, but but immaculate. I I don't know, man. I mean, to be honest with you, does he say that? Does he say that? Weather with him, man from
2: that Kansas City, Tennessee game? Yeah, yeah. Does he in a tent like to His hair doesn't. I mean, because when he goes on those live shots, those live hits. I'll never it, forget I mean, that game where it was like snowing. I mean, awesome.
0: everybody else looked like Frosty the Snowman, and here comes Palmer, and he looks like he just came out of a microwave oven. The snow is melting off his hair. How do you do that,
1: yeah. man? Listen, that happened sometimes. That did not happen in that Broncos game. You can't. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but my hair, like, froze solid because uh, I refused to a hat. But it froze solid at one giant block of ice. It was almost like the like hair on a Lego character where you could just like pull it all off and you know put it somewhere. Like that that game, yeah, we struggled with that one a little bit. I'm not gonna lie, we've had some ones where uh, the, the AFC ca- Championship game. I remember in Kansas City against the Patriots, that was one where Robert Kraft actually went up to me and said, "James, I don't know why." He that.
2: The del- <laughs> hey man, it's a,
1: it's a vanity business.
2: We, we, we gotta it's get awesome. you a hair. I have a couple hair salon places in Cherry Creek uh, that I would love to sponsor. Yeah. you. Yeah. I, I'm I mean, sure that James needs, got... Oh, I love it. Anyways, I'm done I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm yeah, done.
0: I'm done. i James, you've got, you've got to run, man. Hey, man, we don't want to take up all day, but hey, thanks so much. We could talk to you for 30 hours like everybody. We will be watching all week, man. It's so and nice to be sharing you all your Denver. coverage. Yeah, whatever we got to do. We're up to 42,000 strong now on our Facebook page. Really? Strongest so sports radio
2: uh, social media here in Colorado. Yeah,
0: number one in social
2: media in even Colorado. Even on some of some the... Even those other shows you come on to we love those guys as well because we all know them. Yeah, and we—it's awesome, man. It's all great, uh, great competitive competitions. How it is? Yeah, we love it. That's
0: right.
1: That's right. Love it, guys. Love hey. what you do.
2: Enjoy your
0: wonderful weekend, man. Your great family, and, and we'll be watching. And uh, I'm, I'm in Florida all week. Alex is doing some boxing the next week, but hey, man, August great. 22nd, that'll be uh, the time we want to have you on next, and we'll get with you well before you then of our NFL preview show. I know you were on that one He's time Anytime you go to, go to Los ago. Dos
2: Patrios Mexican restaurant, yeah, that's all master. Master. That's my family's lunch, restaurant, so, so there we'll you go. Thank you
0: and Meg's build. No problem. They'll oh, rip God. it up. Yeah.
2: Yeah, any, anytime you oh, want to go there, just let us know.
0: Yeah, that's the that is oh, where they I think what's the, what's the closest
2: one to you, James?
0: You got a few by you, I think, right? The,
1: the yeah, I'm right by Dick, I'm right by Dick's Sporting Park. Okay. Oh, beautiful oh, man. There you yeah, know. yeah. Done.
0: Just head down to Los Dos. Mention the five words. Just tell me James Palmer. That's Alex's family, so we got you covered. Oh, I love that, man. Hey, All that's right. why you got I 17 sure. yeah, sponsors, man. How else can we afford now, hey, James? I'm going to get him a hair sponsor, man. I'm telling you, I'm serious <laughs> no, on that, listen, dude. Man, he's obsessed <laughs> with your hair, James. I don't know. I think oh, hey. lo- well, you're losing it, man. I mean, it just go up. Uh, they have other guys on <laughs> okay. NFL network that are bald. I think Garofalo, dude, right? I'm on he doesn't it. have I'm any hair. Yeah, Mike, <laughs> I'm Mike, on yeah. it. I'm on it. He's
1: struggling up there. With right, he's a little bit. He's like Alex, man. That's okay. James,
0: man, we got to roll. Our producer's blowing us up. We will talk to you here on the 22nd, and God bless you and your family. Have a great day, man. That is James Palmer. Follow him on Twitter at James Palmer TV. There you go. Well, that's it, man. What a great show. Our thanks go out to our man uh, James Palmer from the NFL Network our man Cody Rourke follow him on Twitter at Cody Rourke at uh, Cody Rourke NFL Joe Bruner Joe Bruner from Lucas Slickers Bill, Bill Foss. Foss, and of course our amazing producer Andrew Detmer follow him on The Twitter Gangster Behind AG the deck. Glass
2: that's what his new nickname is The Gangster, the gangster Behind the Glass behind the
0: Glass I love it man We appreciate hey, you a, We love Andrew. you Colorado no final word next Sunday Joe be in, yeah. be in Florida
2: and I'm on vacation
0: Alex is on vacation we'll have a short show on the 7th as well but get ready starting on the 14th 16th, college Football Preview August 22nd Pro Football Preview And September 11th And 12th We're going to be At Westwell Trap and Grill Partying our butts Forget off Forget about we it everybody out there And our man Dr. Stano If you're listening Get our fantasy league going I'm ready for some football Baby Thank you for making This Colorado's Number one weekend show Take us out of here Big man
2: It's you that makes Today's special Colorado God bless Have a great Sunday